Hey there, lovebirds. Happy Wedding Wednesday, and welcome to Your I Do Crew, a wedding planning podcast. Each week, Atan and Lindsay bring over 30 years of industry experience to the table with insight and interviews from local and national wedding pros to give you the best tips, tricks, and hacks that will take the stress out of your wedding planning process and help elevate your special day. So grab something old and something new. It's time to listen to your, your I, I Do, do Crew. As you may or may not be aware, it's almost a holiday. If you didn't know, this Sunday, March 1st, is National Wedding Planning Day. Now, if you've been listening to the last few episodes, this all makes perfect sense because we're just finishing with proposal and engagement season, which is exactly why in 2017, the not declared March 1st as the official start of wedding planning season and the end of proposal season. So in recognition and celebration of National Wedding Planning Day, we got an expert to come on and talk to us about some of the first things that couples should do when they start planning their wedding. And when I say expert, I'm talking about going to the source. We got to interview the executive editor of The Knot, Lauren Kay. As the executive editor of The Knot, Lauren scours the globe for up-to-the-minute wedding trends and design secrets. She loves sharing her wedding expertise with engaged couples and industry pros alike and has appeared on The Today Show, Good Morning America, and local news segments across the country. Lauren accepted her first wedding role at age six, and after a winning performance as a flower girl, she went on to star in many more weddings, including her own in 2013. She has a strong affinity for good etiquette and red lipstick and thinks a good pair of heels can transform any day. Lauren lives in New York City with her husband, Adam, and children, George and Eleanor. And today she's here to tell all of our newly engaged couples what to do when. I'm so excited to talk to you guys about weddings today. Oh my gosh, Oh my yes. gosh, we're so excited. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've wanted to have someone from The Knot come on for a while. We are delighted to do this. Absolutely. Well, and you're kind of the authority on wedding planning. Well, that's being a little generous. <laughs> but, we, but not certainly is the authority. Um, and I've been here almost seven years, so I've had a lot of experience. Oh I've gosh. actually entered all the life stages of my time here at The Knot, mm -hmm. which has been really fun. I um, I was engaged in actively planning my wedding when I uh, took my job here. So it was it was a blessing and a curse. A blessing because <laughs> I had all of this inspiration, but a curse because I had made so many big decisions that I then, of course, had to second guess. Am oh, I doing no. the right thing? <laughs> yeah. So, but it all turned out just fine. Uh, and now I have such a distinct pleasure of helping people navigate this really exciting, but at times stressful part of their lives. Stressful? Never. <laughs> you know, so many big decisions, so much money. It's, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's a crazy roller coaster. Well, and what I love about The mm -hmm. Knot is that it's been here in this, in this space for so long. My wife and I got married 12 years ago, and even then, The Knot was you know, the de facto place to go. Yeah, yeah. We, we started in the AOL days, which is just so crazy to think about. Um, <laughs> Dial-up internet and, and all of that. And yeah, now, you know, our resources are so vast. We have obviously our magazine, which is an awesome source mm -hmm. of inspiration and a lot of great answers to questions everybody has as they plan. Then we also have our website, which is chock full of all those things. Mm -hmm. Then we have a whole slew of tools, um, a lot of which are accessible in our app that really kind of help you every step of the way. So because we've been in the game so long, we've really been able to fine tune our knowledge and be able to really help couples um, each step of the way and, and really meet them where they are in their journey. But, I mean, the whole idea behind The Knot has always been to 
you know, help you plan your wedding and for you to make it your own, whatever that looks like to you. That's the, the tradition we subscribe to here. And we really want to help every couple, regardless of your style, your budget, where you are in the country, um, or who you choose to marry. We want to be able to be there for you in some way or another to help you plan this really amazing day and next chapter of your lives. What a wonderful mission and vision to have. That is so, mm-hmm. it, it's such a great support system to provide, especially with folks who oftentimes that's like most of the time, arguably, are going through this for the first time. Right. I know it's very daunting. You get engaged and everyone's super excited and you're super excited. And then you come to this moment where you say, oh, gosh, what do I do? (laughs) (laughs) So we try and kind of take a little bit of the pressure off of you by providing, um, you know, really detailed checklists of timelines. But of course, we're going to tell you, you know, what the etiquette might be or what the quote unquote rules might be. But we really do try and encourage couples to, you know, chart their own destiny and, and really choose the path that feels right to them in terms of how they celebrate, how many people they celebrate with, you know, decor, all the details down to, you know, the food or what they're wearing. And, and we really try and provide inspiration. So regardless of the kind of wedding you want to have, you'll find something that speaks to you in either in our site or in our tools. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, it's helpful just to kind of have that that loose guideline of, wait, when should I do what and when? Um, because it can be a little daunting if you've never planned a really big party or, or spent a considerable amount of money throwing a said big party to know where to start and, and how to kind of forge that journey. Because it is, it is a, a lot to take in at a time that's really exciting, mm-hmm. but you know, there's a lot of balls in the air. Yes, absolutely. And, and you, like you had said, mm-hmm. what and when is, are some of the biggest questions that we get all the time. We have our different expertise. You know, Lindsay is a photographer. I'm an efficient. And generally, we find ourselves getting booked at different stages in the process. And some couples may do things, quote unquote, out of order, so to speak. But for the right. most part, there is, and, and like you said, Everyone wants to forge their own path and and do what's most applicable to them. But there is kind of an accepted best order of when and how to do things, right? Absolutely. You know, we kind of give you a guideline based on what a typical wedding might look like, full well knowing that not everybody plans over the course of a year. Some people, you know, plan for a year and a half or two years, or some people decide they want to get married right away and they do everything Mm -hmm. in a few months. So I think one of the first steps that we find is super helpful for couples is taking our style quiz. It's a quiz we offer online and also in our app. And what I love about this is I think that so often, especially when you're bringing two different people with different backgrounds and tastes into the mix, you might have different ideas of what your wedding should look like. And I think that's a great place to start. The style quiz allows you to kind of indicate what photos speak to you individually. And then you can kind of come up with a couple style that speaks to both of you. And that's super helpful in terms of describing your vision, not only to one another, but also when you go out to start searching for a venue or when you start booking vendors, it's really helpful to all be on the same page about what is a rustic chic wedding or, you know, <laughs> what do you mean by um, a mid- midnight garden wedding? Or, you know, I mean, there's so many different kinds of styles people have and, you know, what might mean one thing to you might mean something totally different to your partner or to your caterer. Mm-hmm. So kind of understanding, um, you know, what that looks like, I think is super valuable. So the style quiz can really help you through that and give you the language you need to, to navigate the next part of your journey. Um, I think the other big thing that couples need to do first and foremost is discuss budget. I mean, it's such yes. a, a, mm-hmm. a tough subject to talk about sometimes, but I think it really serves you well to discuss it early on and make sure you and your partner are aligned in what you want to spend and how. 
So kind of talking through your priorities of what you want to allocate the most of your budget to. We all know that typically speaking, your reception site and the catering is the largest portion of your budget. But if you were, you know, huge music fans and wanted to get an amazing band, that might be top of your list where you might spend mm -hmm. maybe more than the average couple because it's something that's really valuable and very important to you. Yeah. So making sure, you know, you're aligned on those things, I think is super helpful in terms of easing the stress of the planning mm -hmm. because then everybody kind of knows up front, you know, how you want to spend. Um, and this is also a good time to check and see if anyone else is going to be contributing. So many couples pay for weddings differently these days. Sometimes parents are involved, sometimes extra relatives, sometimes friends and family, you know, it all depends on, on how you are um, crowdsourcing funds or if you're choosing to pay for it yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's a good moment to just to think about what exactly you're spending. Um, and then from there, it's, it's really fun. You know, it's thinking about your vision and thinking about, you know, is there a particular season you want to get married in or is there a particular venue or even a city? A lot of couples now have um, what we coined domestination weddings, which are basically weddings that happen in the U.S. but happen away from home. So maybe, you know, you guys fell in love at the University of Chicago. Chicago, but you live in a different city now, but you've returned to Chicago to get married because that has a significance to your relationship. So, you know, thinking about where you might want to tie the knot is another good step because that kind of puts all the planning in motion. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it depends. If you were thinking about it on, the, on a year-long timeline, I would say, you know, once you've kind of got that nailed down, if you have a vendor that you're really excited about, or maybe there's this amazing band you love, or, you know, you have been in love with a photographer you discovered on Instagram long before you were engaged. You know, it's always good to book those vendors as soon as you can um, or as soon as you know that they're the right person for you because, you know, if you get married in what's considered wedding season, uh, it can be really competitive. A lot of vendors book up early. You know, some mm. people have longer planning periods. And so I think it's really nice to to lock in anybody that you think is crucial to bringing your day to life. Yes. Um, and, and, you know, of course, that also happens once you you know, nail down your venue and, and pick the date there too. But I think those are the, the things to be thinking about really early on. So that vision, um, you know, where you might want to get married, how much you want to spend on this big day, and then who might be the people to bring it to life if you already have those kinds of people in mind. And a lot of couples don't, which is also okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that's where we also try and come in. So in addition to offering a bunch of, of tools and resources, we really try and connect you with, with vendors who can bring that vision to life. So that's what's super helpful is once you've decided a little bit about your style and where you're going to get married, then we can make recommendations because it can be really daunting if you've never hired a photographer, never hired a videographer, or a DJ, or a caterer. You know, how do you know who's good and, and where to look? And our website has a ton of recommendations based on cities, and they have a lot of real reviews from couples who have used these vendors, which I always think is super helpful. Yes. Like when I'm shopping on Amazon, for example, I'm always reading the reviews. Like, what did other people say? So it's <laughs> nice to get an unbiased, you know, approach of somebody who's actually hired this person, yes, they did exactly what they said they were going to do, or they totally made my day special, or, um, mm -hmm. you know, that's, I think that's a really nice thing to, to have um, as, you, as you book these vendors. Absolutely. That's such a great resource. And I know that uh, Lindsay and I are both very passionate about getting reviews from our happy couples to make sure that yes. other people can find us. That is yeah, and I think so often it's word of mouth, right? I bet you get a lot of your clients that way because mm -hmm. a lot of times you seem to get married at the same time as your friend group and mm -hmm. you may attend the wedding and be like, oh, wow, those flowers were incredible. Who was your florist? And, you know, I found, yeah. um, 
I got married around a similar time as my friends. And I would say maybe a four or five of my best friends, we all used the same wedding planner. Just because once mm-hmm. one used her, she was great. She did an awesome job. It was like, great, let's do these, like, these planners mm-hmm. again. And it was actually really fun because we ended up having, you know, a series of great memories with her over the years. But I think that's another great resource too. So if you are a couple who's recently engaged, you know, it, it, typically you'll be attending other weddings. Keep your eyes peeled. See if there are things you like or, you know, crowdsource your friends and family for resources because I think there's um, there's a lot to be said for word of mouth and, and having people had personal experiences with people. And then, of course, reviews, like you said, are always really helpful. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Well, I think it's it's really interesting that you kind of I like the way you broke down the different planning stages and the one that really spoke to me that first where you take the style quiz and figure out the budget and then your season in your city. Side note, I'd never heard Domestination before. I love it. Amazing. I know. I love that too. That's so good. You know, we're, we're, we're all about coining terms and, and we coined a holiday. <laughs> I don't know if you all are aware, um, but our National Wedding Planning Day is fast approaching. We, we coined this holiday a few years ago. It's March 1st. And part of the reason why we coined it is we find that so often most couples get engaged between that kind of holiday season, we say November mm-hmm. to February, yeah. um, we find mm-hmm. that almost 40% of couples get engaged. And so, you know, after all the celebration dies down, now it's time to start planning. So March 1st is officially National Wedding Planning Day. And we're all about it. helping couples kick off this journey and really preparing them for all the things they need to do for their upcoming wedding, be it in three months or a year and a half from now. I love that. And that is, you're right, it is such a great time to kick that off and to really <laughs> get focus to the table. And we've definitely found that wedding engagement season is a real thing. Even <laughs> yes. oh, yeah. <laughs> wedding season has kind of evolved and outgrown the, the old idea of May, June, July. And is really, especially here in the Midwest, where we have lots of great seasons and fall colors. You said the, the rustic chic is, is huge. Yes. Outdoor fall weddings totally. are huge right now. But, but truly, mm-hmm. we have been inundated with engagement notices and requests for for quotes and for services. And so it is so true that, like you said, the holidays, you know, Thanksgiving through Valentine's Day, almost half of the engagements happen. I know. Well, it makes a lot of sense, right? It's such a celebratory time. And to be able to share that with your friends or your family, maybe you've gone home for the holidays, or there's just a, a really great vibe around that time of year. And and you're so right, what you said too about wedding season. It used to be that everyone got married in the summer. And actually, the most popular month to get married now is October. So we're seeing like slight shifts in, in the evolution of, of when is wedding season. And I really think it's just extended, right? Because you'll see weddings as early as May and June, especially here in the Northeast. And Mm-hmm. places, you know, they let that, that winter chill kind of wear off. And then all of a sudden you see a steady stream of, of weddings until, until fall now, which is mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. It just gives everybody a different take on, you know, what speaks to them. And like you said, the fall colors, or maybe it's a season in which you fell in love. And it's, it's really mm-hmm. fun to see uh, the evolution of that. Absolutely. And some folks yeah. just like to do the fall weddings because it's nicer to do full mm-hmm. formal in 60 degrees rather than 90 degrees. Yeah. Yes, I would say the gentleman especially in the tuxedos would prefer that, right? <laughs> yes, 110%, absolutely. But when you were talking yeah. earlier about the, the style quiz and the budget, what really spoke to me was the alignment, making sure that the couple is aligned in their goals for the ceremony. And that's, that's such a great thing that I think sometimes they tend to forget about and skip over. They're so excited to be engaged and get going with the planning, they forget to kind of put their heads together. 
totally. And that's what I think a lot of couples are taking a pause to do now, which is really exciting to see. You know, there isn't this idea of rules so much as it used to be. I mean, every wedding looks different now. And that's mm-hmm. one of the wonderful things about that. So it's really an opportunity for a couple to share their unique love story and share who they are and their hopes and dreams for the future. And so we're seeing a lot of couples really pause and take some real stock into what it is they want to share with their friends and family. So it could be anything from a theme that's really resonant in their lives or like I said, even the place, maybe they've met in this place or found love in this place. So we see that come up a lot. Um, But they are really thinking about how they want to spend their money and what they want to do to really celebrate who they are as a couple as it Mm -hmm. pertains to the reception or even the ceremony, um, which is really special. And I think it just makes every wedding a little bit more unique. And those are the details that guests always remember, right? It's not the standards Mm -hmm. that you see time and time again. It's like, wow, that was so then where a a very Mm -hmm. standout moment that's reflective of the couple. Absolutely. And as as a custom wedding officiant, when you said unique love story you're speaking my language sister that is that yeah. is exactly it that is and and that is what i hear so many times from my couples when they hear feedback weeks or even months after the ceremony about their friends and family who say that they remember the ceremony because it was all about them and that's something that the couple should really really focus on there's nothing wrong with including the classic traditions or classic aesthetics but like you said everyone has seen them so many times that they don't really stick anymore But what things that the couple takes, and like when you said, when they pick the vendor that they're most excited about, whether it be a band or a caterer or a photographer whose aesthetic they really love, those are the things that are going to stick out for the long term. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it's really fun. You know, there's there's trends every year and I love that we have trends. It makes my job extra fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it is one of those things where you have to say like, does this trend speak to me? Is it something that I like just because it's fun? And that's a perfectly good reason to do it at your wedding. Mm-hmm. Or is it something that speaks to me on a deeper level? And I think what is been kind of interesting, especially this year's trends, a lot of the things we're seeing are deeper. You know, one of the biggest trends we've been noticing is about sustainability. Mm -hmm. So a lot of couples are really focused on that. And they're thinking about not even just a super sustainable wedding, like a zero waste or reduced carbon footprint, but they're also just thinking about how they can upcycle elements for their wedding day, be it maybe they're resetting a piece of family jewelry to serve as an engagement ring, or they're using decor in their wedding that might be meaningful to them as a family, maybe um, some of their furniture becomes lounge furniture for a ceremony. And when I say upcycling, it doesn't mean to feel like a, a thrown together or a DIY wedding. These are still really sure. beautifully executed events, mm-hmm. but they're thinking more about the sustainability of things. Um, you know, even down to things like asking the caterer not to use one-time use plastics, which would be like a drinkster or a straw. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. even little little moments like that, I think, are are really interesting to me because it just shows that a lot of thought is going into these details. Um, yes. You know, beyond just like a repurposing world, but thinking down to the real nitty gritty details. And and I think it's a really big mission amongst the millennial audience in general, and regardless of area of life. Uh, but it's showing up in weddings as well, which is it's kind of endearing and, and wonderful to see people thinking like a little bit deeper. Um, and that's a trend that isn't you know just like oh, this is a color trend or a music trend. It's something that that really has a lot of um, of those core values behind it, which is exciting. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm sorry, I'm I'm a big hippie, so I love the green stuff. So I love hearing <laughs> all of that. It's just yeah. Again, speaking my language. And no, it's you know it's true. It's it's funny too because people are thinking um, a little bit more hippie-ish. I think even one of the other trends we noticed was about inclusive eating, and I thought this was so interesting, but very resonant as to where we are as a society. You know, so many people now have 
food allergies or dietary restrictions, or maybe they've, yeah. you know, gone gluten-free or they have, mm-hmm. you know, a nut allergy. And, and it can be, you know, sometimes a little bit uncomfortable to, to put yourself out there and say, well, I have this allergy or I have this restriction. And so now we're finding a lot of couples are getting ahead of it and they're really thinking about, you know, their guests. A lot of them are close personal friends and family, so they may already be aware of these things. And they're creating menus that offer a lot of customizable options or things that really allow each guest to enjoy the culinary experience regardless of restrictions. So a little something for everyone. Um, and they're mm-hmm. thinking about it like not just in the food sense, but also one of the things we've been noticing is um, around non-alcoholic beverages. This is a huge trend that's just started sparking up. And we even have a, a, a non-alcoholic bar now in Brooklyn that is, is just, it's on the rise here and it's becoming more and more prevalent in weddings as well. So it's less about having like a, a mocktail or feeling like, you know, you're having an alcohol-free cocktail, but more of mm-hmm. these like beautifully concocted beverages with um, aptogens and really complex flavor profiles and beautiful garnishes. And, you know, they're, they're non-alcoholic beverages, but you don't feel as though you're missing out. Um, and so it's, it's a great <laughs> way too to offer some of that inclusivity when you're thinking about the menu. So again, you know, a very value-centric trend that I think is is fun and uh, you know oftentimes couples are thinking about you know sourcing locally and and um, again mm-hmm. that sustainability in terms of the food they're serving so they're, they're really thinking about it in terms of um, you know how they can do good and and use their um, you know spend power as a way to kind of push forward a mission um, which is it's lovely we haven't seen that in a while and it's and it's an exciting way to to have a trend you know it's not just mm-hmm. um decorative or superficial but it has real meaning behind it it is yeah. that is oh my gosh that's so great i love that the knot is providing these ideas of the style quiz and the vision quiz and, and all these tools that the couples can use to to find these mm-hmm. trends and to find these ideas that they may not even know are out there and bring them and make them their own it's oh my gosh mm-hmm. yeah. i love what that, you guys do is- <laughs> oh, thank you. No, that is that is actually one of the greatest joys of of my my job here. Certainly, as I um I work on our trends every year, and what I think is so great is we try and offer up these ideas to show that you know we are thought leaders in the industry. We do have our finger on the pulse. Um, but again, getting back to that idea of like you do you, you know what is right for mm-hmm. you. So, oftentimes we will showcase a trend. Like we are um, seeing a lot of couples mix up the lighting, right? So it's not just up lighting anymore, but instead of saying like okay, it's all basket lighting. It's like, no, 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 just do lighting a little differently. It could be baskets. It could be candles. It could be Edison bulbs for your very modern loft wedding. And again, Mm -hmm. showing people different ways to you know, express or iterate on a trend like lighting in a way that feels unique and correct to the style wedding they're having or who they are as a couple. Um, you know, even when we think about food and decor and drinks, you know, we try and give a lot of different options um, just so that you can find something that speaks to you because I think that is the most important thing is to be authentic um, as a couple on your wedding day and to really, you know, lean into things, be it trend or not, that really speak to you guys as a couple and represent who you are um, and, and you're love story. So we really try and and give people lots of inspiration so they can kind of pick and choose what's right for them. That's fantastic. And so if they've gotten engaged over this most recent holiday season, what better time than this March 1st, this national national Mm -hmm. wedding planning day to sit down and And really power through, set up your profile. And I think that's the other thing that's super helpful is when you do register on the knot, we can inundate you as much as you'd like with newsletters and tools and resources. (laughs) And you can also opt out of anything you don't want um, so that you aren't overwhelmed. But our aim is to really provide you with a lot of inspiration. And once you register, 
register on the site, we can kind of help you navigate those, um, you know, month by month milestones of where you should be in your planning, or even just reminders, hey, have you booked a florist yet? Or this is what a lot of couples start thinking about, you know, their honeymoon. And just so you kind of feel like you're staying on track and you have somebody kind of guiding you in the, in the background. Um, and we have a lot of great tools. You know, we have an amazing registry product that's getting better by the day. Mm-hmm. A lot of couples nowadays are asking for cash and you can do that through the not registry, which is super exciting. Um, you can also host a wedding website. You know, a lot of couples mm-hmm. used to do this historically if you had a destination wedding, but now almost all couples mm-hmm. are doing it. And it's so valuable for both the couple and the guests because you're putting all your information out there. Oftentimes you can put all the additional details that you didn't want to, you know, include an insert card and invitation. And, and this is just a great place for you to let people know about a room block or um, where you're registered or any details around pre-parties or, mm-hmm. you know, anything that you want to convey to your guests, but you won't have to do it on a piecemeal basis. So I, I know when I got married, we um, had a wedding weekend and we had some kind of specifics on the dress code. We had a white party for our rehearsal dinner and it was super helpful for me just to lay it all out there and give examples so people were really clear on on what to wear and, um, you know, mm-hmm. directions, things like that. All that stuff, it can be housed on your wedding website and, and we host those for you. And it's super helpful to kind of also get your thoughts around, you know, your planning in that way and put it all down in one spot. So we have a lot of tools and resources and then, of course, a ton of inspiration, um, which I think is really fun. We have such a deep well of real weddings. And I always think it's so interesting to see how other couples through their wedding, especially if you can find your venue um, on our site, which you almost always can, um, unless it's, you know, it's your grandmother's backyard. But otherwise, <laughs> it's great to be able to see like, oh, look how they did the barn or look what they did with the ceremony space or, oh, wouldn't it be cool to have, you know, hanging garlands from our chandeliers or, you know, it's just a really great way to have inspiration that is so applicable to your destination or your venue. Um, and we have a wealth of that on our site, which is super helpful. And then of course, when it comes time to book people, we have great recommendations and just a plethora of really talented, awesome individuals in the industry that can help bring that day to life. And it's, it's great to be able to give those recommendations because you can feel good about it and you know you've got great reviews on there and our stamp of approval that they're great vendors and just helps ease those big decisions you have to make knowing that you've got a a really good crew in place. Absolutely. That is so awesome. And mm-hmm. and the knot this is so great because it from start to finish, from the style quiz all the way up through even thank yous at the end, it can be such a great resource and such a great place to to plan. And I think that You've provided so much great information about what couples can use to to plan so many great tools that are on the knot. So, I mean, is it as easy as just going to the knot.com? It is. Or download the Knot app. It's on the app store oh, there um, for Android course. or iOS. Yes. There's an app for and that. Yeah, well, that, and you know what, so many couples are planning from their mobile phone now. It's so easy to mm-hmm. sneak in a little bit of planning on a lunch break or during your commute. And so a lot of couples are using um, apps to plan and our app offers all the same tools, desktop and in mobile. Awesome. That is wonderful. So even on the go, even on the train, on the subway, you can still do it. Exactly. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. And if folks have questions, uh, we oftentimes have listeners reach out to us. Who would you have them reach out to? Definitely follow us on our social channels. We answer questions live on Wedding Wednesday on Instagram. Um, One of our amazing editors, Willis, answers all the questions. Um, So you can log on on Wednesdays specifically, but always ask questions on our Instagram. We love getting back to couples. Um, We also are on Facebook and Twitter. I find we get a lot of traction on Instagram. I think it's such a great place for inspiration. A lot of couples who are planning are already there. So Mm -hmm. find us there. We're Mm -hmm. at The Knot. And we'd love to help you. And they are so good. And I have to say that with The Knot, being on The Knot myself, 
has been wonderful because all the things that the couples do to create their vision, their style, their website, when they contact me to say, hey, we'd like you to be our officiant or we'd like to interview you, then I can go and look at all those things that they've created and I can get a sense for how that couple wants their ceremony to go. So it actually helps me to be a better vendor contact for them to have some knowledge going into it. So I'm not flying into something blind and not knowing that they want as you said, a rustic chic or a midnight garden or whatever it might be. Yeah. <laughs> no, so. it's so true. And that is one of the great tools is you can actually share your vision board with your vendors with an easy click through the app, which is so valuable. And then everyone's on the same so page. Nice. And yeah. I think it's really good too when you're working with a planner to kind of add and, and, and then as you go and then as you get more people involved, you know, other vendors, it's a really great tool. It really is. And, mm-hmm. and you know, the we've said for years that Pinterest is both the uh, the boon and the bane of being a wedding vendor. <laughs> And you, the knot, have kind of taken the good aspects of that and folded it into the whole wedding planning process. And that's so much nicer. Oh, well, thank you. We definitely try. That is our goal here, (laughs) to make it easier on couples. Oh, my gosh. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for reaching out to us. Thank you so much. This was such a pleasure. So fun to talk to you both. Yeah. And that's this week's episode. Thank you again for listening. We are so glad that you choose to spend your time with us. Remember, if you'd like to support the podcast, you can do so for as little as $1 a month by going to patreon.com slash your I do crew, or leave us a rating and review on iTunes, Google Play, or your favorite podcast network. And make sure that you subscribe to make sure that you don't miss a single episode filled with great stories and wedding tips. So stay tuned for all that and more on next week's episode of Your I Do Crew. This is Atan, owner and chief officiant of Weddings for the Ages. You can find us on The Knot, Wedding Wire, Facebook, and Instagram as Weddings for the Ages. And this is Lindsay Roselle with Lucky Bird Photography. You can find me on Wedding Wire, The Knot, and you can also find me on social media using at Lucky Bird Photo. If you liked what you heard today, help us spread the love. Comment, like, rate, and review on iTunes and Google Play, and share on your favorite social media platforms. We love feedback. So if you have any suggestions or if you want to ask us a question, email us at feedback at youridocrew.com. Thanks for listening, and here's to love, laughter, and happily ever after. Cheers. Music credits are as follows. Song title, I Want to Get Married, by artist D. Cylinders, from the Free Music Archive. Attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, 4.0 international.